I don't think too many people, including the government, are asking homeschooling moms if they are qualified to teach their children at home during COVID-19 restrictions, but this is a question that I was asked many times when I was homeschooling our children. Are you qualified to teach your children? Or what makes you think you're qualified to teach your children at home? There's a lot to unpack with that question, and today's episode will do just that. Welcome to Canada Homeschools, the dose of inspiration and encouragement for Canadian homeschoolers. Canada Homeschools features interviews with homeschool group organizers, resource suppliers, and conversations with everyday homeschoolers just like you, all from a Canadian perspective. I'm your host, Rowan Atkinson. I'd like to thank you for joining me. Now let's get started. <laughs> In 400 meters. In 100 meters. Are you qualified to educate your children at home? There are a lot of angles for answering that question because there are many underlying assumptions inherent in it. In addition to unpacking those, the very question can hit the nerve of our deepest doubts about our own abilities. There's a lot to explore here. The first underlying assumption is, who determines if one is qualified to teach one's own children or not? Is it the government? Is it God? Do parents have inalienable rights in the decisions they make regarding the education of their own children? Or do these decisions belong to the state? Or is it something in between? Is teaching something only experts are capable of? Secondly, what are the qualifications necessary for teaching children? For me, I believe my role and responsibilities as a parent are God-given, and that includes the responsibility to train and educate our children. I may choose to delegate some of the educating to others, and I do recognize the importance of government intervention if I am abusing or neglecting my children, but ultimately, they are my responsibility. You may hold a different view about this if you believe that it is the role of the state to educate children, and experts and training are needed to provide an adequate education. This view was very common among the baby boomers or modern generation who relied on institutions and experts in all facets of life. Since you're listening to this podcast, I can safely assume that this is not your philosophy. Some of us start out with the view that the so-called experts are the best to educate our children until the system proves to be inadequate for our particular child's needs. Unpacking this further, most parents of publicly educated children would still feel like the overall responsibility of their child's education rests on their shoulders. Even if I believe that I have a mandate from God, in Canada, the matter of education has been assigned to the provincial government. So, in most provinces and territories, the government has deemed homeschooling to be legal, 
and therefore you have been, it follows, logically, considered to be qualified to teach your own children at home. Of course, you're likely not going to get into a deeply philosophical question and conversation about the origin of parental rights when you answer this question. (laughs) Okay, I admit that sometimes I have, but usually only with real skeptics, I assure you. Usually, I have found it best to answer with a question. Believe me, it saves a lot of back and forth, and that question is, what do you mean by qualified? In asking this question, I have often discovered that what the person really wants to know is if you are a certified teacher or not, and if you have to be a certified teacher in order to homeschool. Then you can simply answer that it's not a requirement in your province or territory that you be certified. You'll know by their tone if they mean it as genuine curiosity or if they are implying that you shouldn't be homeschooling. Most people are just curious about the rules and about why you're going against the mainstream because it's interesting to them. Again, during a pandemic, it's not likely that anyone will imply you shouldn't be educating at home But in other times, I have experienced this condescension. It's been mentioned more than a few times on this podcast that as parents, we are teaching our children from birth. Nothing suddenly has to change in the relationship because your child has had their fourth birthday. You are their primary teacher, and if you keep that relationship going for another year or 12, why not? The one-on-one tutoring model that often happens in a homeschool is a very effective method of education and it has been used for decades in British universities. Many of the things that are learned at teachers college are about managing large groups and how the public system works which are not applicable to home learning. I am fortunate enough to have been home educated so it's been helpful for me to be able to say I was homeschooled and I think I turned out okay. They'd be rude to argue with that one. Would a conversation about your qualifications for homeschooling cause you to doubt your right or ability to homeschool? Or maybe you're the one asking yourself the question. Parenting and educating your kids is a daunting responsibility and doubts are natural and understandable. But doubt because you are a human stepping into the unknown and you know your frailties and not because you don't have a certain piece of paper that says be ed on your wall. Remind yourself of your God-given mandate to train and teach your children and develop your philosophy of education. You've taught your child many things already, and the research in Canada shows that homeschoolers are generally very successful. If you want to learn more specifics about what the research says, you can go to canadahomeschools.com beginners and you'll find the information there. I've spoken with a few certified teachers who have let me know that in some ways their training and experience in the classroom was actually a detriment or something that they had to unlearn because home education is a different type of education. If we try to reproduce a public school at home, it usually doesn't go so well and we get burned out and there are no paid planning periods. Public school teachers aren't teaching algebra while nursing an infant while teaching a grade one student how to read. It's a different form of education. Studies show that children learn best from someone they love and trust. It sounds like a parent to me. When you're just beginning, it can be scary, but you'll find your groove. 
Rest assured that you are qualified to homeschool. Are you homeschooling high school? Canadian resources are often hard to find. The people that brought you headphone history have created a Canadian Geography Companion workbook to the Encounter Canada textbook. This amazing workbook takes the text and turns it into a complete geography credit with lesson plans, worksheets, and over a hundred instructional videos, allowing your students to work independently while getting the instruction they need. You can find it at headphonehistory.com homeschool on the podcast website or on Amazon. And now back to our podcast. This next part of the podcast may seem irrelevant in light of what's already been said, but I want to talk about what courses are actually taught in Teachers College. Bear with me, but I think it could be a helpful exercise. You know by now, there's always a method to my madness. One of the big components of Teachers College is the practicum or classroom experience part of the program. As a parent, you have spent up to five years teaching your child already and you will be able to get on-the-job training as you keep homeschooling. A second component is subject-specific courses, such as social studies, language and literacy, science and technology, music, art, and drama. For elementary teachers, these are general overviews, and for high school, they are specific to the teacher's subject areas of specialization. So how can a teaching parent learn about subjects? You can do this by reading about different curriculum and by attending conferences with workshops, online ones this year, on various subjects and how to teach them. Most homeschool conferences have experts that give talks, such as how to teach history or writing or STEM subjects. You can talk with resource suppliers and get their recommendations. You can read blogs and articles on developmental stages and on the process of learning. You can also read curriculum reviews on blogs. This type of information is out there for the taking. And if you want to hone your craft as a homeschooler or make informed decisions on curriculum, this kind of learning will help you and will build your confidence and your skill. A third component in the Teachers College program is assessment and reporting, teaching and learning. As a homeschooling parent, you may choose traditional methods of assessment such as testing, but you'll find you're constantly assessing your students' progress in every area. You can choose if you assess in terms of progress and character, meeting certain goals and objectives, and or by marks. Reporting will vary depending on your provincial or territorial requirements, so that's a skill you'll be learning on the job as well. As you learn about different teaching and learning styles, you'll have that covered as well. This can happen with reading and research, knowing yourself and observing your children. We'll have some podcast episodes coming up in the next few weeks on these topics, so please stay tuned. There are two more main areas of learning in the Teachers College program. The first is exceptional learners or teaching kids with special learning needs. If your child is an exceptional learner, Chances are you have already done so much research on your child's special need that you could teach a course on it yourself. Again, this is an area of learning that is as accessible to homeschooling parents as it is to teachers in training. It's good timing to talk about this because there is an online conference coming up this month 
on exceptional learners called Exceptional Grace. I'll put a link in the show notes. You can get more teacher training there. Finally, there are courses to teach teachers how to work within the system, such as professional collaborative practice and professionalism and law, inclusivity training, and the like. This is really human resource and legal stuff that you can decide whether or not it applies to your homeschool. The Homeschool Legal Defense Association is a great resource for legal matters. A marriage seminar can help you brush up on your collaborative practice as well. Why am I sharing the Teachers College program components with you? Two reasons. One, to encourage you and show you that you are qualified to teach your children by any standard and to give you some great talking points if someone asks you about it. And two, to show you that as a homeschooler, as you get involved with the homeschooling community and you learn and you grow in your role as teacher at home, you are really training yourself and honing your craft by learning a lot of the same things that certified teachers learn. More importantly, you're learning what you and your kids need you to learn for your homeschool. Coming up on the podcast, we'll be talking about professional development for homeschoolers and learning about educational methods and learning styles. Keep listening. Now, I'm curious. I try to publish an episode on Tuesdays, but this week I had a scheduling change that interfered with it and it's coming out on a Thursday. How do you, as a listener, interact with the podcast? Do you anticipate the episode on Tuesdays, or do you just get to it when it comes up on your feed? What app do you listen on, or do you engage on the website? Let me know in the comments. If you like this podcast, I'd be so honored if you'd leave a positive review on your podcast provider app. It's so easy to just click on some stars hopefully lots of them, on your app. And I'd be grateful because it helps others find our useful free content. Today, I'd also like to give a shout out to our listeners in Australia, Ireland, Mexico, and the United States. And of course, to the bulk of our listeners right here in Canada. It's April 1st as I'm recording, and it's snowing outside. Looking forward to the spring weather, aren't you? Happy homeschooling! Thank you so much for listening. You can find helpful links and show notes for this episode at our website, canadahomeschools.com. Please share this podcast with your friends and leave a rating and positive review on your podcast provider. This will help others find their dose of inspiration and encouragement. Happy homeschooling, Canada! Hee <laughs> hee!